everyone, and welcome back to the Build Local Podcast. Here, we are educating, inspiring, and connecting small business owners and entrepreneurs by telling real stories of struggle and success. My name is Scott, and I am the owner of Visual Element Media in Duncansville, Pennsylvania, and I am so excited to have you joining us here on this podcast. Uh, I am joined by my very good friend and co-host, Chris Kansky. So Chris, welcome back to the podcast as well, and thanks for joining me again. Absolutely. Happy to be here as always. Uh, like Scott said, my name is Chris Kansky. I'm the owner of New Pillar Marketing here in New Concord, Ohio. And uh, very excited to be talking to our guest today. His name is Brad Paquette, and he is an author and publishing expert. He's the president of the Ohio Writers Association and the director of the School of Kingdom Writers. Uh, how are you doing, Brad? Excellent. Thanks so much for having me, Chris and Scott. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, so why don't you just tell us a little bit of, of your background, a little bit of what, what you have going on right now. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I've always been entrepreneurially minded. So um, I've, I've started several businesses in the, in the short amount of time that I've been doing this. Um, but most of my work has been in marketing and publishing. Um, so really, I got, a, I got a big start to what I'm doing now about 10 years ago. Um, ebooks were this brand new thing. It was like 2008, 2009. Um, and, and nobody was sure what to do with them. But uh, I, I kind of had some of the technological background to, to be able to uh, you know, manipulate ebooks and things like that. So I stepped into that role and just grew my role in publishing from there. Um, and so in the past five or six years, my company, Columbus Publishing Lab, um, has been growing and growing. And I've been specializing in new author development. So helping authors to you know, figure out what's going to make their book work and how they connect with the right audiences and things like that. Um, and then about two years ago, um, I, I really felt this really specific call from God to start the School of Kingdom Writers, which is a, a nonprofit creative writing school. Um, and in a nutshell, it's a, it's a two-year vocational program for creative writers who are passionate about fixing our media. Um, and so, you know, we just see this media landscape right now that's divisive, um, and, and there's just so much discord, and it's just obnoxious, right? And it's not helpful for our culture and our country. And so we're uh, training writers who are passionate about fixing that and uh, who want to take, you know, the light of Jesus that shines through them out to the world. Yeah, that that's an awesome mission, and one that... Uh, it's definitely lacking a little bit in our current culture and, and something that I feel that we as believers need to um, present more of. And so there has got to be in the midst of all of that, uh, a lot of trials, a lot of success and a lot of setbacks. And so can you talk a little bit about a moment that you that you saw a pretty big setback and how you were able to come over that? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So, um, you know, we, we've really been blessed in our process so far. So, so far we, we've been on track to reach our goals. Um, and, and we really haven't experienced any big setbacks until right now, actually. So this COVID-19 situation has really hamstrung a lot of our efforts. Um, you know, a big part of what we were doing as a startup nonprofit is fundraising. And most of the way that I do that is by making personal connections with people. You know, I go out and meet with people and I, I go and talk to people that run foundations and people that own companies and things like that. And I really can't do any of that right now. Um, so, so like I said, you know, up until now, we, we've really seen just tremendous growth and we've been hitting our goals. We purchased a building last year with cash and, and things have been going really well. Uh, but what we're experiencing now is definitely a challenge that none of us could have predicted, right? 
Um, and, and all the other challenges haven't really been circumstantial. They've been personal things. You know, it takes, uh, coming from a business perspective, it takes a different mindset to go out and ask people to give you money. You know, I'm so used to, to selling things, to going out and saying, here's what I have of value and here's, here's you know, what you can do to make it yours. Um, but approaching this from a totally different perspective where you say, this is what we're doing of value and this is why you should add your value to what we're doing um, has been really a different ball game. Um, so there's been a lot of personal stuff like that, but uh, this circumstantial and like kind of third party uh, barrier, this is really kind of new territory for us right now. Absolutely. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think that's unusual that, that so many of the challenges that we face um, are personal challenges. You know, they do come from, from inside us and our own, our own insecurities, our own struggles. Um, but yeah, I mean, so, so tell us a little bit, what, what are you doing at this time to, to try to overcome uh, the struggle with the current situation? Yeah. So, you know, like everybody, I, I, I think right now, whether you work in a business or a kind of a nonprofit context, we're all just doing what we can do. Right. So right now we have this excellent opportunity to build out media and things like that, which is a big part of what we do anyways. But um, it's really given us an opportunity to focus in on that as well as to kind of pull back from the mission a little bit and, and uh, you know, just uh, you know, take things back to God, make sure that we're on the right space, on the right uh, on the right track. Um, and so we've had a lot of opportunities to, to do things like that. Um, but I think, you know, as an organization, um, Evergreen Media has definitely been a, a push for us in the past uh, four weeks, uh, you know, building media that we can kind of put forth that has value to the, to the Christian and secular community. Um, you know, as far as, you know, our mission to, to raise up writers, we also want to empower the community to do media well. Um, you know, to connect with people in encouraging and loving ways. So we've had opportunities to kind of invest time into that stuff that has has been back burner projects for now. And that's all, that's a long ball game, right? So uh, we won't know for a long time whether that time really paid off. Yeah. And, and I think that's the part for, for a lot of small business owners as they, as they look and try to analyze what do we do in this situation? You know, what are some of those backburner projects that, that we always would, would joke around and say, Oh yeah, I'll get to that whenever I have time. And right. now we have this abundance of time. Or, well, some of us do, um, where it's like, okay, so, so what do we do? How can we, how can we get our business in a better position so that when the economy starts to reopen and we are able to start to, to go back into business, how, how do we do that? And I think that's been, a struggle for a lot of people because I don't, I don't want to say that this whole COVID-19 thing like blindsided us because like we kind of saw it coming, but I don't think that we, I don't think that we really understood the ramifications of having everything happen that has happened. And so what, what, what would be some advice that, that you could give to a business owner who's struggling to find some, some motivation or struggling to find some, some kind of plan in order to, to get back into the mindset of we need to start moving things forward again. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've had that conversation with some people um, over, over the past month. Um, you know, I still maintain relationships with some of my old clients and things like that. And I, and I think that this is such a tremendous opportunity, like you're saying, where we have time now to do all the things that we've been saying, like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to that later. You know, updating the menu, right, or revising the copy on your website and, and all these back burner tasks that, that are more important than we ever want to admit that they are. Really, they should be the top of the list all the time. But, yeah, we right. just have pressing priorities. Yeah. 
at any time, but, but this is an opportunity to step back and, and revisit some of those things. Um, and I even think there's an opportunity to hire freelancers and independent people right now. Um, you know, everybody's in the same boat right now. So if you need graphic design help uh, or you need web development help with something, there are people that are hungry for that work right now. And so there are deals to be had. Uh, not to say that we, we should take advantage of anybody, but, but we're all in the same boat here. And so, um, you know, looking at those back burner tasks and, and finding people that we can uh, team up with uh, really helps everybody in the long run, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's so easy to get caught up in kind of that that tyranny of of the urgent. Whenever whenever things are are up and running, you know that we we just we spend all our time putting out fires. And I think this can be, like you said, an excellent time to to invest in some of those more important tasks, but that are that are more long term. Right. Yeah, I think we can. Even relationship building, you know, this is a great time to be picking up the phone. And, um, you know, checking in with your clients, even though you can't do anything for them right now, necessarily, maybe you can't, but if you can't, you know, just, just checking out and, and making plans for the future, um, just reminding them that, that you're the, the person that likes and loves them, you know, and you're going to be there when this is all over. I think um, that, that could even pay dividends down the road. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, one of the things that we try to focus on here is, is building into that community and, you know, even though it's business, it's about making money. Ultimately, it's also about people, you know, and it's about investing in relationships. And yeah, I think that's a great point. Brad. Absolutely. So, yeah. And, you know, um, as somebody who's, who's started a number of businesses, you know, and had and seen a lot of success, um, what, if someone's, if someone's looking to start a business or someone has just started a business and maybe they're, they're feeling a little bit discouraged right now, um, what what advice would you would you give to them? Yeah, so generally or with the COVID nineteen situation, either one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so generally, and this is something that it really took me a long time to get my head around, like years, is that it's all about relationships. Um, and you know, people say stuff like that. And when I was first getting started, I, I didn't get it. You know, because I see these networking events that people have where you like go and you have a cocktail and you trade business cards. And, and I'm like, this is nonsense, right? This is, this is small business industry, like harping on small business, not necessarily, you know, ill-intentioned or anything, but that doesn't work. That has never worked in my experience. I can't think of a single contract that I've ever gotten through some type of like networking event or, or uh, any kind of like formal networking stuff. Um, however, what I have found time and time again is that, uh, using the relationships that that i've been working on you know for years and years and years is really how everything i've ever done has gotten started um you know 10 years ago i started a uh, an organization called columbus creative cooperative which uh, later became the ohio writers association and we published this first anthology of books and we got corporate sponsors to do it so i think we had 10 stories in the book and we had 10 sponsors and eight out of those 10 i think were clients of mine you know, they were people and, and I was, you know, I was young too. So I was just getting my business started. I was working way under value for people and they knew it and I knew it, but you know, I needed the work and they needed the help. So we did that. And, uh, and a lot of times, you know, I would trade for things like I got a CSA, like a, a vegetable share from a farmer once and, and all kinds of neat stuff like that. But then when we were doing this project, I had this opportunity to call them up and be like, you know, I wasn't applying any pressure or guilt, but just saying like, hey, you know, I could really use your help now. It's a hundred bucks to sponsor this project. And, and that's how the Ohio Writers Association really got started was through those 
relationships that I had just kind of fostered over time. Um, and it wasn't like I was investing in favors, like hoping one day that they would pay off, but just really, you know, just um, being myself, be, uh, connecting with people and, and looking for opportunities to do that. And then with the School of Kingdom Writers, um, so to date we've raised um, around $310,000. And most of that is people that I know. You know, it's people, whether I know them well or not, obviously I can't know, I don't know $310,000 worth of people well, um, but these are, these are people that I could call and, and they know my values because, uh, you know, they worked alongside of me at some point or we volunteered for something together or, um, you know, we went to church together or something like that. So those relationships, whether it's for-profit or, or non-profit, it's always about those real relationships of value, not like the cheesy, flimsy, I'm going to, let's trade business card stuff but people that you've really invested time with over the years. Yeah, Brad, a question that I have for you, and, and you kind of touched on it, so it just kind of came into my mind, is you, you said people kind of want to shy away from asking other people for favors and you know monetary donations and things like that. But can you talk a little bit about you know the difference between just walking up to someone and saying, hey, you, know, you did something for me, so now like I, I need a favor from you, and you know, that's very different from asking someone whom you're in relationship with that you've, you, you've done quality work for and asking them to invest back in you. Um, can you talk a little bit of difference between just asking for a favor because, you know, you need some help or asking someone to partner and invest in you? Yeah, that's, that's hard. And I don't know that I necessarily uh, am, a, am an expert at that yet. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with asking for favors. I think, um, you know, especially when you're getting started in business, people are doing you a favor. And but yeah, a written on that, right? You're working for a lower rate than somebody else, but you're brand new. You don't have a portfolio to show for it or something like that. But really, they are still taking a risk. You know, they're doing a favor because you have a personal connection, you know, in your first meeting or whatever. So um, I don't necessarily look down on that. Um, but yeah, there is this other place where... Um, where you've demonstrated your values, right? And I think that's what it comes down to. A lot of the people that I talk to, um, not maybe not a lot, but some of them literally say to me, they say, Brad, you know, we've, we've done enough stuff with you. We know where your values are. We know you're gonna work hard. Um, if you're saying that God has called you to do this, you know, we've seen enough experiential evidence. We believe you. So I don't care what it is you're doing. You know, I'm gonna donate to it because I believe that there's gonna be profit for the kingdom out of this. And, and I mean, that's, that's such a humbling thing to experience that. Um, and you can't manufacture it, you know? Um, so I think, you know, the, the lesson for me in that, um, you know, I'm 35 now, so I've been working independently for I don't know, 13 or 15 years is, is that everything does matter. You know, the way that you treat your clients, it, it does add up. People remember that. And, and even if, you know, this particular person you're talking to doesn't have experience with you in that realm. There, there's something about your reputation that that builds wider than you understand. And so, you know, the little ways that you that you bill your clients and the little ways that you follow up when you're behind deadline and and all those little things are what add up to those relational values that um, really have like financial value later on. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, I think that's a fantastic point. And, you know, I know for myself, um, <clears throat> you know, we, we support the school of kingdom writers and, you know, I'm on, I'm on the board of the school of kingdom writers. Uh, Full disclosure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, the reason that um, we do that and the reason that, you know, like, 
first came on the board is because, because I, I believe in you, Brad, and, and your wife, Melissa, and, and your integrity and your work ethic. And um, yeah, I think, that, I think that speaks volumes that you've been able to raise that amount um, of personal support for, for how you've invested in those relationships and, and the integrity that you've shown in the past. So thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. So um, how are we doing on time? Scott? We have, we have about two more minutes. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, we've, we've talked about a lot of, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of heavy stuff. It can be kind of a heavy uh, time right now. So um, maybe try to, to end on a lighter note. Is there, is there a story um, from, from business that stands out as something that maybe it was funny at the time, maybe it wasn't, um, but that you can, you can share with us? Yeah, sure. So I've been thinking, I've been pondering this. And, and so the, I have so many funny stories from, from uh, you know, working in, in marketing and book publishing, but the School of Kingdom Writers, um, my dad is a pastor of a fairly large church. And so I knew that we would ask them for support for the school. And, uh, and also my dad is just uh, kind, of, kind of a mentor to me. We have a close relationship. So, you know, in the, in the early days, I was passing him our organizational plan, which is like a business plan for a nonprofit. And, um, and just getting his feedback on it and things. And at one point he told me, he said, you know, you have too many numbers in here. And I'm a business plan junkie. Like I, I like to read business plans. So I, I get excited about numbers and sustainability. So he's like, you got too many numbers in here. This isn't Shark Tank. You know, you got to like just trim this down. You know, people care about you. They care about the mission and things like that. So I did that. And then I had an opportunity to meet with the board of his church about this. And I kind of do my spiel and whatnot. And the, the first guy that asked the question, he says, have you seen Shark Tank? <laughs> and he was, he was disappointed that I didn't have more of those numbers in there, right? Because he was like a business-minded guy. He wanted to see that. And so, and so that, was, that was funny then. It's funny now. I think, you know, the, the lesson that I learned from that is that you really have to be yourself. Um, you know, if I can sell numbers, I'm, I can get passionate about numbers. So, you know, I, when I, when I approach a meeting, um, you know, this is the lesson that we've learned from all marketing, right? Is that it's less about convincing people to like you and more about finding people that see the world like you see the world. Mm -hmm. And so that's true in this context as well, just to, to be yourself and, and be passionate about the parts that get you excited and other people will see that passion and, and policy. Well, Brad, thank you so much for uh, taking a couple of moments to join us here on the Build Local podcast. Uh, we are unfortunately out of time, but I just want to thank you uh, for what you're doing. And, and we wish you much more success in the days, weeks, years to come. And so with that, we will talk to you in our next episode. Thank you so much for watching the Build Local podcast. Mm -hmm.